When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Hey. Hi. We are so happy to be with you today, and we like to fantasize about celebrity homes. Yes. We like to look at them when they come on mm. the market. It's like, ooh, where do these people, that's where they sit their butts yeah, and watch streaming shows, maybe. Yes, um, and Sylvester Stallone is the newest one to list his Hidden Hills homes with Jennifer Flav and Flavin that the they're Irish. selling. <laughs> I don't know how to say it, so I just Flavin. Um, so they bought it nine months ago and this is something I was like, you could just flip homes. If you were a celebrity, it's going to be worth more if you lived in it. Well, that's what celebrities do. I mean, and I think Sylvester Stallone is one of these types of celebrities that like, these are investment properties for sure. Like he has bought and sold a lot of homes. In fact, I can't remember the home we talked about most recently that, Somebody just bought, but the name escapes me. Regardless, this is not the first mega mansion they've sold. Okay. So what do we know about this one? So this one, um, this can has... Can I look at it now? You can look at it, and it's actually on our show links page. If you want to look that up, you can uh, find Bradley and Dawn on My Talk 1071 and find it. I still don't know if our email works, by it the way. It doesn't. Tony from France sent me an email that oh. said, hey, there is no little envelope on the thing. Okay, so I'm going to send an email. Sure, you can send an email, but don't you want to look at this first? I do. Okay. I absolutely do. Okay, where are we? We are in Hidden Hills, and we are um, at oh, this a... this is a pretty house. It's beautiful. It looks like... It's not my like, style, per se, but it's it's a very beautiful home. I like that it's homey. It doesn't look like industrial on the outside. Um, I do like mid-century modern homes. Yeah, me too. Um, and Because of the inside, but the outside usually isn't anything to look at. This looks um, more like um, a country estate. It has a little, uh, little windmill-type terrace thing in the middle. Yes? What is with the sheep? Or the Rams? Okay, well, good question. Um, so this is... I would. I don't know what those are, if those are like footstools or they're just decorative pieces. Have you moved on in the in the gallery? Where are you it's in the gallery? Two. Okay. It's the second photo in the... 10,000 square foot home. Those are real sheep. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. They're just... They're, they're meant to make it look homey. Okay. Okay. Right. <laughs> I don't know why they're there, but this also includes the property itself has horse stables. Oh wow! And it's um, got a very nice backyard. Yes, and you can d- go riding because there's also you know a little place to ride your horses. It's like three acres, almost three acres. I love. There's like a little out. I don't. It's not an outhouse, but I would say an outbuilding of some kind that looks very open. They've got all these skylights, and it just looks very, very open and bright, which yes, I love. I love it too. Um, 
it has a kitchen that I think is kind of pedestrian. Pedestrian? Yeah. Why I mean, do it does have that? a chef's kitchen as well. So there's a separate kitchen for people to make large amounts of food. Yeah, the thing that I love is that it's got the island and the island mm-hmm. has a sink in it. That's a good thing, yes. I want, I want a sink in my island. I think the pots hanging from the ceiling is not, I don't, I'm not really into well, that. Well, that tells me that's somebody who doesn't cook. It reminds me of paranormal activity. Why? Because in Paranormal Activity 2, all the pots started swinging and clanging. Oh. So that's when I see that, I just think that's a recipe for ghosts. Well, I just think like, you know, <laughs> unless you're going to have somebody who is cleaning those on a regular basis, like within an inch of their lives. Yes. They're just going to start to look dirty and grimy like pans, pots and pans should because they're actually not decorative items. They're just cooking utensils. That's true. That you're going to end up having they're just dusty. a bunch of dusty, crusty. My whole thing is like I hate open shelves mm. because open shelves are just dust collectors. You know, yeah. everybody loves this open shelf concept now where all your dishes are out and all the things with the oh, things. Oh, no, honey. I'm like, you're going to get cooking grease and no. dust and trying to clean all those things off. That just tells me that person doesn't cook or they got somebody that is going like, to wipe possible, down that stuff. Because there's a whole separate exactly. kitchen for cooks. Which just tells you I'm not like filthy rich. That's because okay. I'm like, this is not practical. <laughs> I know. The closet is fantastic. There are no questions about it. It is like a long big hallway looks that very just has you can see the clothes inside there are there's a huge but you know what drives me nuts about middle. that what? i don't know oh. tell me uh, tell me what you think but for me i just see fingerprints oh because there's so much glass yeah mm-hmm. but again if you're uber wealthy someone's somebody's wiping that down daily or i'm doing it myself because i don't trust anyone in my home yeah now they have a um it looks like sort of a um, it's it's a skylight type room that looks to be a dining room. Yeah, that was that outbuilding I was talking mm, about. Oh, the it's outbuilding. Beautiful. Oh, okay. I don't yeah. know if it's attached to the house or does it look like maybe it's. I think it's attached to the house. Okay. It has skylights. It looks like shiplap on the ceilings. It's white. Um, it's got a wood stove and it's got country. more of those damn sheep. Yeah. Um, why are these the rest of this gallery just pictures of Jennifer Flavin or Flavin? That's a separate gallery, honey. It, it, how did I get to that gallery? Because that's what they do. They just keep moving right to the next okay. one. Okay. Well, they're a beautiful couple. They are. And I'm glad that they're back together because they had a brief spat where he oh. tattooed a dog over her face. There was her allegedly tattoo. some stuff going on. There was some stuff going on with the dog. No, he loved the dog no. more than her. That drove them apart. <laughs> okay. Uh-oh. Some rumors on the blind items segment oh, of our no. program. Oh, <laughs> Our program. Well, now on this program, I think now that you said that, you need to just come out and tell us. Because well, I don't know. Well, the anti lawyer rumor said that he uh, had a child with someone. Oh, okay. Yeah. What oh. do you... Um, just back to the gallery of the yeah, home. Yeah, yeah. What do you think about the outdoor space? This seems to be a trend with celebrity homes where they have um, a covered because it's California. They can get away with this. You know, it's not going to get snowed on or, you know, yeah, torrential like an open downpour. Room. Yep. I it's love like, it. And it has furniture that doesn't look like outdoor furniture. It's actually like cloth furniture. Um, I think it's beautiful. Yeah, I love it. I, I would totally want one of those, uh, you know, because we're just so used to like, we'd be like, where's the screen? It's going to get real buggy. Uh-huh. But, you know, in Southern California slash wherever, you, you know, people uh, live in warmer climates, they're not going to necessarily have to worry about bugs and things. So. That's true. Right, right. And there's a pool, of course. Yeah. 
It's um, very beautiful. I love the outdoor couch. What is your, like, um, if you could, like, is there a feature of if you had a lot of money that you see in celebrity homes that you would choose? Like something that you, stands out to you? Well, to me, all of my money would be spent in the kitchen because that's where I'd be spending most of my time. Oh. You know, like, I think in a different part of my life, it would have been like, I want a home theater that's like all tricked out. I think those are just given things. But a style Anything that, like, do you like this shiplap white? I want, like, you everywhere. know, it's so overused, but I, I, I like wood. Mm-hmm. But I like simple. I want basic. I don't want patterns. I don't want weird color combinations. I don't want a statement wall. You know, like, people always do these things like statement wall and sliding barn doors. And no oh. offense if that's oh, your thing. Chip and Joanna are upset right now. Yeah, I know. But I, because I just think those things are going to look old in about five minutes. They're going to yeah. be outdated in about five minutes. So I want classic, clean, not too simple, but not too complicated. Yeah. You know, solid colors, mm. no patterns. I like what the old. Um, I like a ceiling that has old beams, like mm. a country house. Like exposed beams? Yes, exposed beams and like Spanish wood features. Oh. Just, you know, dark wood yeah. that looks, sure. I love that. That makes me feel protected for some reason. Yeah, and no. Not a bunch of glass. Like a room, you know, those Malibu homes that just look out into the ocean and it's all glass. It kind of freaks me out. Yeah. Because it's Why the ocean. It oh, because And the also ocean. the openness of it makes me feel vulnerable. Oh. You know? All right. Vulnerable. vulnerable. So I like to be in a cozy home. Yeah. No, I'm all about um, cozy. I want cozy spaces, but I also love an outdoor space. Like my, my goal in life is to have an oh. outdoor kitchen as well. Oh, where yeah. Where I can just be outside because maybe someday I'll live in a place where, you know, you can be outside all year long. Oh, wow. Yeah. Thinking of making a move? You never know. Well, <laughs> look no. at the time. Hey, when we come back, thank you for sharing Sly yeah, Stone's $22.5 million You can find it on our show home. links play. When play we each. return, JoJo Siwa, mm, well, she's all grown up. And uh, she, unfortunately, is experiencing what many of us have throughout life. Sometimes when you date someone, you maybe find out that they weren't dating you for the right reasons. Oh. And she's going to tell us why when we return right here on My Talk 1071. Bradley trainer, Don McLean, producer Mike Ganger. The Adventures of Bradley and Don, where talk is fun. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Me, I'll be just fine. Lord, it's like a hard candy Christmas. I'm barely getting through tomorrow. But still, I won't let sorrow bring you way down. I'll be fine. Talk 1071, Everything Entertainment, The Adventures of Bradley and Dawn, a Mike Ganger production. Uh, Former dance mom's child stars all grown up. JoJo Siwa is wise to someone's shenanigans. What's happening? Oh my God! (laughs) We used to have a clip and I don't know where it is, but that's JoJo Siwa. I'm just kind of mildly obsessed with her because I think she's turned into such a beautiful human. But she is learning a lesson I think a lot of us learned when we first started dating. Not all roses, or some roses have thorns. Right. Mm, and not all roses are roses. 
Yeah, what are they? I don't know. A, a tulip disguised as a rose. Well, I think that might have been what happened most recently. I saw this story about, you know, she just broke up. She's been on like a dating journey. And she most recently was dating someone by the name of Avery Cyrus, not related at all to Miley Cyrus or the Cyrus family. But she is a TikTok star in her own right. And uh, she, this actually, this relationship has come, I think they got together in August. This is the next relationship after the her first public relationship with a woman by the name of Kylie Prue. Do you remember her? She was the first girlfriend. Yeah, that was and her that first that was the longer relationship. Yeah. And that was on again, off again. Mm-hmm. But apparently uh, she broke up most recently with Avery Cyrus. Well, we don't know why, but we do. They were fighting over who had the most hair barrettes. Uh, it's crazy. It's a lot. A lot of hair barrettes. A lot on. of bobos. Yeah. But there is a video of JoJo Siwa that her mom filmed and uh, we can play it. And uh, Oh, her mom wants to help her. Yeah, you want to hear it? She's yeah. like, basically, she can tell there's something wrong with JoJo. So she's like, what's okay. wrong? Why are you mad? Why are you mad? Because I got used. For what? For views. Oh. And for clout. Oh. And I got tricked into being told that I was loved. And I got played. So that's her... So- that's her saying to her mom that she got used for views and clout by Miley, uh, by not Miley, Avery Cyrus. Cyrus. Avery Cyrus yeah. Yes, who is her own TikTok star. Yeah. That's how they met, I'm assuming. I mean, yeah, they met over I mean, TikTok. I don't know. So I could barely tell the difference between her mother's voice and her voice. Can we listen to the clip again? <laughs> who speaks first? It's her mom. She's like, what's wrong? What's wrong? Okay. Why are you mad? Why are you mad? Because I got used. For what? For views. Oh. And for clout. Oh. And I got tricked into being told that I was loved. And I got played. So she's, that's her Is mom, Jessa Lynn. Well, she's doing that like laughing, but she's obviously serious about it. And also her mom. Is filming her. Yeah. It's kind of a bummer, though. I mean, again, it's a total human experience, though. Not maybe that you get used for views because we do, not a lot <laughs> Nobody, of us. Nobody. Yeah, I don't the kids have these. these days probably yeah. have that experience. But, she has short hair now. Who? She cut all of her hair off. When did that happen? Did, uh, May? That's, uh, that's been a while, I think. Okay. It's actually grown out. Okay. Um, but... You know, that's like, uh, but I think that's like a totally relatable thing for, you know, like the first few times you date, you date someone. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
you're like, oh my God, that's not that's not the person I thought they were. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. But that's something we all have to go through. So it's a bummer. And, and I hope that at least she figured it out, right? And she also probably has to deal with that on a daily basis. Everyone would want to date her. for If they're not her level of celebrity, everybody's taking a step up when they date her. Yeah. They're going to make more money. They're going to be seen more. And they're going to become... A celebrity just by being associated with her. So this is just a celebrity experience. Do you think there's like, would you give her a piece of advice? Um, I would say um, don't date below your celebrity. So that's interesting. Okay. Tell me more. Um, if somebody isn't a household name like you are, then you kind of have to just move on yeah. because there's too so much she, of a risk so that they benefit should... more from a relationship than you. And there's so many beautiful people out there who have kind souls to date that are of your celebrity status or you could just not vote or not vote not date a celebrity Mm. right like somebody who's totally like does not care about being seen does not have a tiktok or are they lying there's always going to be the question you know i don't know if celebrities should date non-celebrities you don't know if celebrity oh my god for real (laughs) tell me more Well, um, it can be problematic, especially if the person like wanted to be a celebrity and they didn't have the ability to or the talent. And then they end up, you know, being married to someone who is a celebrity. Interesting. Okay. So they're never going to be seen as them. People are going to look right past them and just look at their husband or wife. I just think it's so fraught for celebrities to to date celebrities because then there's this added layer of like is our relationship just for publicity? Yeah. You know, whereas if you're totally, if, like if you're Oh, you Brad want an Pitt, unknown. Yeah, I'm saying if okay. you're Brad Pitt, I think if I were Brad Pitt, I would be looking for someone who has no vested interest in my career. But isn't that just not challenging at all? Because then they would obviously date you no matter what and want to cling on to the relationship, even if you were bad. But that presumes they only want to be around you because you're a celebrity. Well, I mean, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know. I, I guess maybe I'm a hopeless romantic. Maybe you are. I am not. So you just, so if you were a celebrity, you would only want to date other celebrities. I would be on that. What is it called? Ray Ray? Or what is it that, that celebrity dating? Raya. Yeah. That's what I would be on for sure. Don't and then you... I would be like asking my celebrity friends, like, am I the same level of celebrity as he is? Oh. Because maybe I'm not the same level and I think I am. Oh, all right. I'm learning things but about you. I just, I don't know. I think it can be damaging to people to just have people like if you are, let's say, dating Brad Pitt and you're not Margot Robbie, people are just going to be, they won't even look at you. They're just going to be like, hi. I mean, walk right up and. Yeah, but that, but maybe that person likes that. Like, I think there are a lot of people who don't want to be seen, to don't want to be recognized. Okay. There are a lot of people who don't want to be anywhere you know, they don't want what celebrity gives. I think if a person wants to be a celebrity and they're not, mm-hmm. that's, that's probably a problem. what I'm thinking. Yeah. Because then so many- they're going to always be trying to get attention. They're going to secretly be wishing, you know, X, Y, Z. That seems real manipulative and passive aggressive. Or maybe just sad. Yeah. You know, it's just oh, sad. Totally. So, JoJo, find somebody who's... I think she's going to be okay. It's just young love. Yeah, it's she hard. is. She's what? She's all of 19 lessons. or something? Yeah. Okay. Uh, When we come back, 
family history mysteries. Uh, I have solved a little bit of a mystery for Dawn, and hopefully we'll be solving mysteries for you when we come back right here on My Talk. I find it dizzying, and take a look at your Channel 5 Eyewitness News forecast. We've got a winter storm watch going to be starting tomorrow morning and running through uh, Friday late night. Uh, today, 4 will be the high with a mostly sunny sky, just those very cold conditions. Increasing clouds through the overnight tonight with snow developing towards morning. 6 below will be the overnight low. And then tomorrow, uh, getting up to 5 for a high, and then the snow will start. It's going to be that light powdery snow, 2 to 4 inches tomorrow, another 2 to 4 inches Wednesday night, and then the wind will come rolling in after that very, very windy conditions to wrap up the week. Right now, we sit at 3 here at My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Dawn. Uh, one of Bradley's talents and interests is digging into family history. Yes, queens. Yes. When we're digging into your history, Dawn. Are you ready to have all your secrets revealed? Yes, because I didn't know them to begin with. So. Well, actually, so um, I just want to tell you guys, thank you, by the way, for sending emails. If you have a family history mystery that you want solved and, you know, presuming it doesn't like require too much work because I can only do what I can do in a given week, um, send me an email. I think there's still a way for you to, to email us individually. For mm-hmm. some reason, our show email does not work. Right. Um, you can send me an email or you could de- direct message me on like Instagram or Twitter or something like that with a simple question about your family history that you would like solved. Dawn had questions about her. It wasn't necessarily a simple question, but right. you wanted to know sort of where your McLean family history came from. And you shared with us this really fab, not fabulous, fascinating um, uh, I don't even know what to call it, drama. You've yeah. got quite a fair bit of drama in your family history sure uh, that dealt with your grandfather. Mm-hmm. And um, it was that side of the family that you wanted to know more about, right? Exactly. They are from Oklahoma. And this is, yes. So my grandma remarried early in my dad's life. So he did not know his, he only met his father twice. So the name I carry will die out with my daughter on this branch of the tree if she doesn't have children. Oh. Because so there aren't any boys. There are no more McLean no. names Mm-mm, headed down. Not on this side. So, and and you guys don't know where that family came from? No. Do you have an idea? Have you guys talked about it? Um, just, because you we really only know to your grandfather, right? Like you don't yeah, know. If- I, we just know Oklahoma. Yeah. Um, so what I can tell you is, and now here's, here's the, um, the truth for the listener that, uh, has questions about their own family history. There's so much information that's available online. You guys can like dig in, jump in and learn all sorts of fascinating things. I will caution to say that just cause you see something on the internet doesn't mean it's real. And just cause you have found, let's say somebody has done a family tree for your family, that doesn't necessarily mean that that family tree is correct or valid. So it might behoove you to do a little work. Right. I noticed when in your searching that it said hypothesis on part of it. So someone's acknowledging that they are putting together some things and it's not based in fact with DNA. It's always important to do your own work and to check the work of other people. So, Mm -hmm. you know, you'll be like, oh, look at, I found this big family tree. For example, I found a family tree online, which seems legitimate. And I've done a little bit of work into it to make sure it, you know, it looks fine. So I can tell you, for example, that I think your McLean family goes all the way back to Ireland. Oh, 
okay. Yeah. Yeah. 1724. A gentleman by the name of John McLean Jr. spelled M-C-L-E-A-N, which is not that uncommon name, last names, you guys. That's all McLean, by the way. That's all pronounced McLean. So, uh, I will tell you that it is not uncommon for last names to change over time. And it it really wasn't until the last hundred years when record keeping was like a super big deal for most people. It depends on, you know, where your family's coming from. But in a lot of cases, people didn't really care about how their last name was no. spelt. And you would see you would see it change over time. Absolutely. So anyway, I can take you all the way back from or, or to Ireland, specifically Ulster. 1724, and that was the ancestor who came to the United States and ended up in the 1800s. By 1807, he passed away in North Carolina. Now, still got to do some work to make sure that that's your actual family tree, but preliminarily, that's as far back as I could go. That's crazy. And so, you know, there are now, look, there are a lot of actual other history mysteries that you've got wrapped up. I showed you some articles of. Yeah. You know, some drama that was going on in your family. Big time. Right, right. So what I thought, which still could be true from this in Ulster, Ireland, is because McLean is an, a Scottish name and the castle is on the Isle of Mull. So it's a McLean clan. Okay. Is from Scotland. So it is possible that it was Scottish people going to Ireland. Well, so... Right? Or yeah, I mean, it could be a number of things. That's why it would it would uh, behoove you to do some more work, and I can show you how to get set up on ancestry and do all that stuff yes. yourself. But here's the other thing: is like with clans and things, because my last name is Irish Trainer, mm-hmm. and there's a specific clan that that comes from, but it's also attached to a Scottish clan. You don't know if you'd have to do some DNA work to figure out if you actually come from. And again, this is just one line of your tree, sure, because that's one line of you know dozens right but on this one line it could just be an irish family with that last name it could be a scottish family that was living in ireland you don't right like there's so many options there's no way to know really well without doing more work which is entirely possible because i can tell you that with this family to get Uh, all the way back to Ireland, there's going to be a paper trail. And so if that paper trail holds up, it'll tell you a lot about, you know, where that family came from and why. And, but, but at least the early indication is that we can take you all the way back to the 1700s in Ireland. That's pretty cool. That's very cool. I'm so impressed. It's, I will say it's not, you just have to, you know, you do little bits here and there. I've learned, it's kind of like any hobby, right? You pick up a hobby and slowly but surely, and I've, I've had some good, help along the way, some resources, people who do this for a living, who've been an instrumental in sort of telling me where to look and what to look for. Oh, I see. So what got you into this to begin with? What what was the thing that made you say, I can, I want to look into this for your own self or was it? Oh yeah. Just like my own curiosity with mm-hmm. my family's history, because yeah. the, you know, like my grandparents never really wanted to talk about their family history. Mm. Like, why would you want to know about that? I would always ask my grandma, like, why? You know, where does our family come from or why, you know, did we end up in Wisconsin? That's where most of my family is from. Mm. And, you know, she'd be like, why do you want to know that? But come to find out, she was actually very interested in family history and kept tremendous records. So after she died, I came across this like treasure trove of information about her family and, you know, my grandparents' family. And so 
it's just always something I've gone back to over the years. Right. And then wanted to learn more about and dig into. And once it's, you know, it's also like you're a detective. Mm -hmm. It's the closest thing that I'll ever have to being a private investigator. Because once you start like ending up in the archives, I've ended up in, you know, court, um, what do you call it? Courthouses, like in small towns, yes. digging through dusty law books or record books and, you know, writing down dates. And it just becomes, it, you know, it's almost not a game per se, but it becomes an adventure where you're trying to figure out whatever happened to these people or where did these people come from or why did they end up here? So right. I think you those get to travel through time, yeah. which oh, is total something time that, travel. you know, it just sparks the imagination and you wonder what their life was like and. You know, especially with the privilege that we have now, all of our creature comforts that are like we complain if it's like kind of cold in here, you know, in our house. And then you think back about your ancestors in Ireland in 1720 who had to, you know, what if somebody got injured and they couldn't cut enough wood? Exactly. Or think about the fact that they decided at some point to get in a boat, cross the ocean. And I would encourage you to learn about what life was like for those who did get in a boat. Um, and arrived in this country because, you know, what that experience of the kinds of ships that they were on, what that was like and what the crossing itself meant, and then what life was like when they arrived. And again, it depends because all families are different. And, you know, there are families who, of course, um, because of slavery, were brought to this country, not of their own will. And that's a whole, uh, you know, journey that that history affords people the opportunity to explore Mm. so yeah it's it's that adventure of history that i think originally drew me to this is probably a really elementary you know question but when you get to the point where you see that they came from ireland Mm -hmm. or this supposed you know alleged person came from ireland are you looking at a ship manifest or are you you, can in this case i don't have that but but you but because someone else kind of have they've done the work for you and that's the work so whenever somebody else has done work the first thing i do is look at their sources Uh and if they don't have sources you can do a couple things recreate the sources yourself like go looking for the thing so i know like what documents are probably going to be available again not for everyone but in my own family, I know where to look for birth records, death records, marriage records. Those are usually the most important. Then there are ship manifests, arrival records, if they arrived in a particular port. So if somebody hasn't noted those inf- pieces of information, that's where I would look to verify. Uh-huh. And then you got to make sure, right? Like if you see John McLean, McLean mm-hmm. in McLean, McLean on a manifest, is it your John McLean? Or is it the John McLean from Die Hard, and then, which is a Christmas movie? Exactly. Or is it like the former senator from Arizona with an extra letter in his name? Mm-hmm. Right? No, I'm kidding. I'm just saying that you have to then, you have to go through the process of not only figuring out if it's your relative, but discounting all of the other people who it could be oh, in order for you oh to then gosh. say, yes, that's my relative. That's fascinating. There's a show. What is it called? Like, uh, who do you think you are? That's a show. Yeah, that's a great show. Yes. Uh, I forget where that airs anymore, but it um, used to be like a PBS show. I think that's Know Your Roots with oh, Henry Louis no, Gates oh, Jr. Okay, right, right, right. And um, I think Who Do You Think You Are was like on TLC or something. Actually, um, what's her name from Friends? was a producer on that show because we talked to her about TLC, NBC. Okay, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. Okay. And there's also a British version, which I'm yes, sure you Yes, which I think it originated love. from. Yeah. Wow. So, so great. Thank you for doing that. You're welcome. Now, listeners, again, if you've got a family history mystery you would like explored, just shoot me an email. Uh, head to our show page at mytalk1071.com or drop me a DM and uh, maybe next week And you week want it to be, be specific, not just what's yes, my family history. Thank you. you want it to be like, thank was, you. do I have this heritage? Like when did we arrive in the United States or when did we um, move to Minnesota or my great grandfather, they always said my great grandfather was a minor, mm-hmm. you know, like those kinds of questions. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I found out that, well, we think we know that we do not have any Native American heritage, which we were always told we did. Yeah, which, you know, and this is interesting because I've heard this time and time again. And it turns out if you do any reading or spend any time in family history uh, town, that that is a common, common tale. People say that that was told. And often most of the time it's not true. So I would just say, but that's, it's not even just that story. That's what's fascinating about family history is, you know, all of us carry stories from our family and it's not that you're out to disprove those stories, but it's sometimes it's a piece. There's a kernel of truth in those stories Mm -hmm. that that is why it was passed down or it's completely different. Yeah. For example, my grandfather, the or great grandfather, the story was always that he um, died uh, he got hit by a train. I know it sounds tragic, right? Right. It was. Um, but they just said that he was hard of hearing and he was standing on the platform and didn't see the train coming. Aww. Well, actually, he was driving, got stuck on the tracks, oh. ended up getting yes. obviously killed by the train. But But through that family story, I was able to then track down the real story and then able to share that with my family. Like, here's what actually happened. Wow. Yeah. Fascinating. Well, thank you for sharing this part of your interest with the show. And we will be doing this uh, every Tuesday. Every Tuesday. So send us a note. When we come back, (sighs) Jamie Spears, Brittany's father, is writing a book Uh, with Kevin uh, Federline all about parenting. My gosh. And fatherhood. Do you think that's a good idea? Is it a coloring book? I just hope it's not a book that will actually happen. But we'll tell you what we hear when we return right here on My Talk 107.1. My Talk 107.1, everything entertainment, the adventures of Bradley and Don. We take you on adventures back in time, into the future, in the present moment. We hope we make you laugh. Right? We like to laugh. And you're informed or whatever. <laughs> Either one or of those. Or whatever. Just laughing Laugh and informing. Those inform. are the two things, two emotions. Or whatever. Whatever. Okay, Brittany has a book no. that is not written by her. What is this? It's a tell-all book Jamie. about Brittany. No. Okay, so here's the thing. Jamie Spears Which did a tell-all interview. Dad. That's okay. her daddy. Uh, in which he tells about the fact that he's going to write a book, or he's currently writing a book with Kevin Federline about fatherhood. So <laughs> let's start with a tell-all interview that Jamie did with the Daily Mail. Do you want to remind people why Jamie is a horrible person? Jamie is a horrible person because he put his daughter in a conservatorship yeah. and profited off of her for years. Exactly. Saying, you're not competent enough to run your life, your money, your life, but you are competent enough to perform like a puppet for me where I can rake in lots of money. Also making his daughter sing in, you know, sexy baby. 
Oh, yeah, sexy baby voice. Uh, and he's just creepy. Overtly sexualizing his child. Yeah, it's just... And, there's all sorts of problematic behavior on the part of Jamie Spears. We could agree. So he did an interview with the Daily Mail, which is just as creepy as he is. Yeah, exactly. Because, uh, and this is like the first time he's done one of these, he said such things as, uh, without my help, Brittany might be dead. <gasps> so he's basically just trying to say, I bas- I saved her life. And um, uh, he claims that, frankly, he knows a lot of stuff that you don't know. And so if people only knew what he knew, then they would think that he was doing all the right things. It's it's the same song that we've heard from Jamie Spears before. It's like there are no there's it doesn't matter how you spin this dude to monitor, not let her have a phone and access to the outside world and all of the bad things. It's not going to ever be justified by what you say. He he says in this piece, Jamie admits he's not going to paint. He's not going to paint no pretty pictures of the family struggles. These are his words. Mm -hmm. Uh, But the decisions he insists were the right ones, even if they came at the expense of the relationship with his daughter. So, like, I'm willing to damage my relationship with my daughter just to save her life. Just to protect her. He says, not everybody's going to agree with me. It's been one hell of a time. But I love my daughter with all my heart and soul. Where would Brittany be right now without the conservatorship? And I don't know if she'd be alive. I don't. For protecting her and also protecting the kids, conservatorship was a great tool. Without it, I don't think she would have got the kids back. Well, I would just say, have you seen her relationship with her children lately? Yeah. It's not it just doesn't. It isn't one. So anyway, that's what and he... And P.S., yeah. didn't he have a bad... Like Kevin Fenderline being involved in any way whatsoever in some type of a process to write a book about Britney is kind of weird considering their relationship. Uh, yes. I mean, he's probably said stay away from my kids at one point because there was an incident that alleged abuse. Yeah. Well, and the police were actually called a police report was filed. No charges were ever brought against Jamie Spears, but there was this situation where he shook one of the kids and yelled at him and the kids were like, we don't want to be around this dude. Well, he talks about that in this interview that he knows it's uh, he he misses his grandsons. He wishes that he could spend time with them, but he realizes things are a little weird. He doesn't yeah, ever seem you. to take responsibility, though, right. for the behavior that he was a part of. And I think that, you know, he's just trying to aw shucks. I was just trying to be a helpful dad. It's like, no, actually, it seemed like instead of your daughter's life, you were more concerned with your daughter's career, meaning... Mm-hmm. The just funnel of money that was like shooting out at people that were in charge of this conservatorship over the years. Also, who's taking fatherly advice from who is going to be or Kevin Federline? Right. So the only people that are going to buy this are people who are on Britney's side and they're interested. So it will probably make money. That's what the unfortunate thing is. Like if we could all get together and say we're not going to. Well, because they're so curious. They've got to know. Yeah. Well, and truth be told, I mean, I would be interested in reading this book only because I want to hear what cockamamie things come out of his mouth, but I'm not going to pay him the privilege of buying the book. One person needs to buy it or go to the library. Would it be at the library? What do you mean? Would it be at the library? Oh, for sure. It would be checked out for 17 years in advance. That's true. But can't one just person, is it, if I read it, and make it an audio book. 
and in the middle insert things like <laughs> a little talk about me, then it's I've altered it. Like I, like a I don't do think a that's song. how that works. Like, okay, here's the interlude where I sing a Britney song, just do, a verse, do, 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 and then do, I've altered do, 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 it. So it's it's now something like a YouTube video where people alter it and then they can use and copy videos. The algorithm is not allowing this conversation, Dawn. Mm, I like who's that? The, is that a person upstairs? No, the, the all algorithms in your phone. Okay, it's it's not approving of this. What I want is for somebody to read it to us, but we don't have to buy it. Yeah, no, absolutely. 100%. Only one person buys it. So, uh, like, do they? Should we just do it on the show? Like Mario Lopez buys it. He reads it. <laughs> Chosen him because he has celebrity. I mean, it's and possible. I'm saying, like, let's not like only one book is sold, and it's yeah. someone. He's going to sell. I, this it, is a weird he, fantasy that's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. But I do appreciate that it's the sentiment that matters, <laughs> and the sentiment is right because we don't want him to profit off of his lies. At Again. the same time, you want to hear what the lies are. Also. Are we all not just fascinated? And remember, we are still waiting for another book to drop, are we not? Yeah, and that is her tell-all book. Yeah. And she says she's going to do, but when's that going to happen? It's supposed to already be written. Girl, it was supposed to be published next month. But remember, or I don't know if you knew this, there was allegedly, supposedly a paper shortage and so we got an update from the publisher saying, like, I don't know if we're going to put this book out on time because there's a paper shortage. And everybody's like, oh, really? It's there's like, a we'll paper shortage? Paper. We've got some I, here at the give office. Give me the digital version. I'll right. read it on my Kindle. Right. Or just make it digital because you want to save trees. Or, you know, we'll get Mario Lopez to do the audio. Although I hope <laughs> she does the audio. Yeah. My favorite thing is to do Why audio books. Jamie Lynn to do the audio. No, she's just not, kidding. She's not on our list no. of approved voices, but she will be, I'm sure, a subject in the book. Again, if you're just joining us, we're talking about the story that Jamie Spears, the father of Britney Spears, allegedly, supposedly thinks that he saved his daughter's life. And he is uh, co-writing a book on fatherhood with Kevin Federline, which we don't want to read, but kind of do. So the what's in it for Kevin Federline other money. than money? Just no, he money. needs money. But he what does he do outside of being nothing. like nothing? No. And in fact, that's why I think he's working so hard with Jamie Spears because that like post Britney, post conservatorship, other than the fact that, you know, he is getting child support. Right. He's not getting anything. And once those kids are 18, he's not going to be getting the child support payments anymore. So he needs. And yes. you'll remember he did that interview with, I think it was Australia's 60 Minutes program. And did a tell-all. Maybe it was a British program. I don't remember. Anyway, he obviously got paid for that because oh. he's looking for money as the kids That's age. right, because the kids are aging out of being, oh my gosh, how sad. It's tragic. Okay. You know what's not tragic? No. Cookies! <laughs> That's right. Oh, we need, we need you to call right yes. now. What's your favorite Christmas holiday cookie? Give us a jingle. 651-641-1071. We'll take your calls when we come back right here on My Talk 1071.